Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome to the week. Weekend wagers. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some great cash, homie. Welcome back to Weekend Wagers. I'm the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart, along with the Colonel George Kurtz, Colonel General, as Sean likes to say. So, yeah, well, hopefully we can uh, hit you guys some winners. And, George, we gave our picks to click for the early games. Let's get to a couple DFS people putting in some lineups before the game start. Who do you like there, George? Some pitchers, some uh, other players. Let's do it. Yeah, and, and, uh, and some whoppers, too. What do we got? George, you paying up for Verlander, Bieber, Smith? We like Smith today, but 10,600. Uh, the DFS guys also think that might be a, a good play with Miami. What do you got for me, Kurtz? There are a ton of good pitchers today, by the way. The guys you mentioned, you can go with, uh, you want to go with Thor at 10-5? Uh, Fine. You Darvish at 9,000. You Darvish will be in some lineups, by the way. 9,000, I'm taking my chance against a uh, Milwaukee lineup. That's, once again, they, they've calmed down a lot. They've really tapped it down. I don't know why, but they did that. Now, I'm looking for cheaper options here. You know, Musgrove at 6,200, uh, it's the Mets, but no Alonzo. And you know, uh, Musgrove's pitched well of late here. I, if I want a cheap pitcher, he is where I'm going. So if you're not going to pay up for two top guys, I could see you going for You want to go Bieber and Musgrove? I can see that. Or maybe you want to go Bieber and uh, Darvish, but that's going to hurt you later as far as the guys you're going to be able to buy. What about a catcher? You talked about Caratini's $4,000. Travis Darno's just a machine all the time. What do you think, that George? What are you going to do with catcher? Or we could take cheaper. I'm taking the cheapest I can. This is going to be one of those days. Cheapest I can because, once again, you're going to pay up for the pitching. All right, so uh, I'm going to have to go cheap at catcher here. The first guy I can live with here comes down to Mr. Jansen on Toronto at 3,300. He's Good the guy prep. I'll go with. I don't mind, by the way. You mentioned 4,000 Caratini. That's fine if you can afford him. Robert, uh, Roberto Perez for the uh, Cleveland Indians at 4,000 as well is an option also. But I, I'm not going to pay for catcher, not today. Who do you like at first base there, George? As you said, it lots of great options all over the board. Big slate early. It is a big slate early. Uh, listen, there, I think there are plenty of guys here, too. But once again, I'm going to look for a cheaper option. You want to go for one of the more expensive ones? Hey, you do what you got to do there. But I'm going to go cheaper here. And, you know, I like C.J. Crone. 3,700 Minnesota hit a bomb yesterday coming off the I.L. He's someone I'm certainly going to look at here. And that's that's the cheap option. I'm not going to go any cheaper than that. The guys I like, if you want to pay a little bit more money, listen, I think they're going to be run scored in Toronto and Baltimore again. I keep mentioning mm-hmm. Mancini each day. He's a guy I like. I like Nunez as well. You could have been first or third. Mancini can also go in the outfield for you. Keep an eye on him there. Uh, Justin Smoke, we're always banking, banking on the home run. 4,300, you're banking on him hitting one out against Jacobonis. Yeah, I smoke. I, he can hit one up out against Yakabona. Second base there, George. Who, who's on the radar? All right, second base. Once again, there are, there are always options here. The only game we're not looking at here uh, is the Yankee game versus Boston tonight. Altuve's price has finally come up. By the way, I was using him so often for like almost a, a month, maybe six weeks before now, but now the price is back up there. So no Altuve for me here. I mentioned Jonathan Villar. He's as hot as they're coming right now, Cam. So uh, 4300 is not a terrible price. It's not great, price. but not terrible either. Yep. He's going to be in a lot of my lineups because of how hot he is. I don't think I can pass up on him. I don't mind if you want to go cheaper. Arias in Minnesota. I think I already said I'm taking the over in that game, so I think runs are going to be scored there. And, you know, a little cheaper option. Brousseau with uh, Tampa Bay. You're back, sort of banking on that home run there, but he's someone I might give a shot to. If you need to go cheaper, they need to save a couple hundred dollars. He's someone you can go with. Hot corner, George. What do you like at third, buddy? 
All right, third base. Uh, I'd like to go Vladimir Guerrero again. He's hitting the ball for 4900 probably yeah. out of my price range. It might be out of yours as well. Suarez with Cincinnati, another guy I wouldn't mind getting in there. Donaldson's the same thing. These guys are all hitting, all hot. I can go with any of them and feel very well. I mentioned for, uh, Nunez, 4300 for Baltimore. Guy's got, what, 25 home runs. He's, he's hitting. And he wants to get it for a little cheaper here. I like that. I need to save money here. Those are my options at third. Shortstop, what do we got? All right, shortstop. I might pay up for shortstop today. Mm-hmm. Might. Uh, Lind- I, listen, we, all, we always like Lindor at 5,400. Correa, 4,900. Uh, if I had a choice between the two, I'd probably take, save the $500 and go with Correa. He's hitting some uh, home runs of late. I mentioned Villar again. I'll keep saying it. He qualifies at shortstop, too. If you want to put him there, fine. You're, you're golden there, in my mind, anyway. Uh, a guy, you know, it's funny. A guy I've been using all week was uh, Crawford, but they, they moved him down to seventh in the lineup. Wouldn't start him against Verlander anyway, but I'm curious as to why they made that uh, change there. So, like I said, I'm going to pay up for the shortstop today. Odds are for me, uh, if I'm not going Villar at second, then I'm going with Villar at shortstop. I'm, he's in my lineup. He's, he's, getting, he's getting multiple. He's stealing bases. He's, getting, he's hitting home runs. He's doing everything you want him to do. Tim Anderson at 4,600 is another guy I don't mind. And at the outfield, George, uh, lots of options. we got three for playing a DraftKings lineup. Uh, give us uh, some picks to click and maybe a couple sleepers, too, uh, on the outfield position. I mean... You might have to go with Nelson Cruz right now. That's four home runs in two days. Yeah, it's not. I mean, that's that's hard to pass. Ride the hot hand. Uh, Fifty six hundred. Right, ride the hot hand. It's expensive. You know, if you're not going to go with him, maybe Max Kepler. He's got to hit a couple of home runs for uh, this week as well. He's hot. Lots of runs coming in that Twins game. Rosario, by the way, is also uh, interesting here uh, as far as that's concerned. Lower-end guys, guys that maybe you want to save some cash on uh, that I like today are uh, Kyle Schwarber in, uh, for the Cubs. They're 4,300. Yes, when he's there, you're sort of banking on a home run. Duval is the same kind of guy. So if you prefer Duval, I'm okay with it there. Austin Riley's in the lineup again for the Braves here. 4,100 intrigues me because he hasn't played in a bit. Sometimes uh, that can be a good thing here. I probably won't pull that trigger. 3,900 Castellanos uh, against Hauser for the Cubs. Another guy I'm interested in. Once again, I'm looking for lower-end guys here that I can go with. How about Aloy Jimenez? 3,800 against Smiley. Soft-throwing left-hander. Maybe this is the day in that band box that he gets back on track here. The guy's, the guy's a monster. Maybe this is the day he hits a home run. Yeah, and we got a couple of games that are going off right now there, George. We'll keep uh, keep an eye on the live game. Next game up in a couple minutes, we got Angels in Cleveland. We are on Bieber and Cleveland in parlays with Houston and on the run line, small play minus one and a half. The Jays open it up here with a nice uh, leadoff double. Perfect. This is exactly what we want uh, with the over. Come on, Blue Jays. So, yes, live line, Toronto minus 210, Baltimore plus 170. As we talked about, Bo Bichette is a perfect. I like that. Like, you know, I wasn't sure where he's going to hit in the lineup, but he's a perfect leadoff hitter to get things going, George. I think that's a good managerial move, and I'm glad that they put him in the leadoff spot. I think uh, it's he's a guy that's going to generate a lot of good things. Now, I said it yesterday on the show. I'm just very so happy that Blue Jays, Blue Jays did this, that they didn't bury him in until September and then call yeah. him up then, that they realized, uh, you know, I, I never understand teams when they do that, Cam. Oh, well, you know, we want to get an extra year of service time. That's six years away. Yeah. The guy may suck. Or you may trade him, or you know, you may ascend to a long-term contract by then. If the guy's ready to play and you have an open spot, bring him on. You know, bring him on, bring him on, bring him. Let him play for your team. Let him help out. It's gonna be so demoralized to the players on the team because they know the players know it too that he's ready to play and you won't bring him up. And this way, you're not you're not giving the team the help they need. So I love what the Blue Jays have done. Oh, oh, just okay. Foul ball. I thought we Bijou hit a two-run jack there off his bat there, but it's foul. That would have been real nice, a real nice way to start. Another thing is, George, these guys all played together, right? So when you see Biggio called up, Vladimir Guerrero playing with the team, they all played for the Buffalo Bisons together. They all did well together. They all grew together. And it's kind of like what my buddy said when when uh, when the kid came over from Houston. He goes, I like this lineup. I like this locker room. This is exactly what we had when we had the young prospects going there, and we started to get better and better all the time. And the rest is history with the Houston Astros, right? It's a good thing. When you succeed together in the minor leagues, you bring them up together. They already know each other. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a good vibe. You already have the chemistry there, and I think that helps. I agree. You know, listen, how did the Yankees become uh, that great team in the 90s? The core four all grew up together. Yep. Right? Exactly. It helps when you have that camaraderie, the, uh, the, I would assume the friendship, where they all like each other. Yeah, so I absolutely think that, that helps. What do we always say in all these sports? Clubhouse chemistry and all that. Well, they should have that. 
It's a, I know talent reigns, but chemistry is an important thing. Like I, I'm even going to tell you, George, I've been on hockey teams that were least talented, but when we all got along, we overachieved. And I've been on teams that were amazing and we underachieved because there's like a guy in the line, a locker room was a dick. Over time, it just uh, it kind of wears on you. You got to do your own thing, but you'll go a little bit extra harder for your brothers. That's the way I feel about chemistry. I think a lot of the time, people, it's one of those things you don't factor in computers and DFS numbers and things like that. But that's where the eye test changes thing. You watch the game, you see little things that uh, maybe the computers can't pick up oh i agree i think we've all listen you we've all played sports i've played on a million hockey teams yep, and there too. are teams you liked i remember um i gotta tell you a story i, I was goaltender on a team and it was rare that i played goal full uh you know the hey, starting play, goaltender. usually i was playing morency your goalie uh george nice i was nice. usually the backup because i was yep. i was athletic enough to play and i had the equipment and i didn't mind i would always bring the equipment in case that you know yeah there's nothing worse by the way in hockey when your goaltender doesn't show oh, yeah, it drives you, in, oh, yeah, you're, drives you insane thanks buddy yeah any other position you just double shift your goalie doesn't show up you're done we're gonna get like a kid from the other game yeah from another league yeah that's a nightmare <laughs> there's exodus and this is i'm talking about this time before so you know really before cell phones took up we just get a text guys didn't show you yeah. know no goalies like oh that, that's so annoying here but i played full-time for a team once and uh i only played for them one season and i the reason i didn't come back is because i remember I, a couple of times i would get hit by the opposing team they i wouldn't call it dirty where they were trying to get under my skin and no one did anything about it yeah. and for the teams i had played on for years if anybody did that to the goaltender we you know we're going yeah exactly right. you don't and, touch but no one did anything no one Right, you don't, you, you never, you never touch the goaltender in hockey. And I said I wouldn't call it dirty, but it was tough. Like you know, it was after the whistle, guy still hitting. Yeah, it's like, always like coming up, and like hitting your glove and doing some. Yeah, like he's, right. he's, he's getting in your grill. Huh? He's, he needs a and face I, wash I mean, then no, to say stay away from my goalie. That's what I say. Exactly. That's what I'm, ta- that's what I'm talking about. You, you know, you, you slash a stick out of his hand, whatever it might be. So uh, when no one did anything, it's happened a couple of games. I'm like, that was it. I was done with the team. Yep. I'm, I'm like, with no one you, cares. George. Yep. If you don't have guys yeah, that so got like your that, back, there's no point in playing with them. Right. I agree. Nobody touches the goalie. Nobody. Nobody touches our goalie, especially when it's Kurtz. So we got some games going on, George. I love it. We got the live lines cooking right now. Jay's first and second, no outs. So that live line has gone up to 220. That's why I'm glad I got it when I did. Hopefully they score some runs. Uh, Phillies minus 210. White Sox plus 178 and a half in that ball game. Jay's minus 220. Baltimore plus 175. Live 12 and a half. They're expecting. You know what, George? I think, th- think they're expecting a lot of runs in this game, and it looks like a beautiful day there. So we'll see how that goes. I might want to jump on the 12 and a half. I didn't. Actually, no, we're already on the over in that game, so that's okay. Cleveland uh, minus 300. Wow, these lines just keep on. They, they really jack them up for the favorites, even when uh, no runs have scored. Plus 230 for the Angels. Eight and a half is your total. And the Miami Marlins are pooch of the day versus the Rays. Plus 170. Next game off the board at uh, 120. We got the Reds and Braves. But uh, yeah, George, I, I, I put a little bit on the Marlins. I got a good feeling about that game. Like Tampa Bay is a good team, but this is what we talked about before. You got to pick your spots with dogs and all of a sudden, Miami, the one thing is they couldn't hit, but they're starting to like put, you know, five runs, six runs. Like, that's the thing. And and then when you have a, a good pitcher going against today, and Chir- Chirinos has been kind of meh, average. I think that's a really good number for a team, and I, I, I think the – I think it's something that we should attack. We'll see how this game goes, too. Even if Tampa Bay scores, like, makes it one nothing early, Miami's shown the ability to come back recently, too. They're not quitting, which I really like for a dog. No, I love how they're playing. You know, I love how – we know this is a bad team. Marlins know yeah. this is a bad team, but the team hasn't given up. Yeah, the team hasn't given up. So I kind of like what they've uh, what they've done here. And I, I, it's just something about the game. I don't know what it is. They they could have won yesterday. They played played tough yesterday. Lost late. Yeah, uh, it's it is sort of a rivalry game. You know, I know it's Tampa and Miami. I don't know how big a rivalry it is. I don't know if Tampa, the people in Tampa care about Miami or vice versa. But it it is in the same state. So you think there's some kind of rivalry there? It's just a feeling. It's a gut feeling. It may not happen. Uh, so I said I wouldn't bet heavy on it. You yeah. know, I'm gonna put twenty bucks. I put twenty bucks on it. So it wasn't like I bet heavy. But that being said, I like the chances for. Um, Miami today. And listen, on a Sunday, I don't do it as much during the week unless I really have a feeling, but it seems like on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday with you, I generally put one dog game of late. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, no, and, and we've noticed it. Uh, usually there is dog games. So you, look, you look at the board, uh, there's always a game that screws everything up. The dogs come in, and this time of the year, they come in a lot. We've got to see these uh, a lot of these favorites. Even, even the teams that are like fighting for something. As you said it, George. It's very odd to me. I know players need rest, but 
you bring up a good point with this Chicago Milwaukee game. It's like, what the hell's going on here? Like every game matters. It might not look at it. And, and we said it is a long season. You can make up a game, you know, every, every week or every couple weeks, you can really do some damage with the schedule that's left in baseball, but you don't want to be that team. Say you don't get in by one run, George at the end, you go, Oh, remember that game where we sat everybody that bit us in the ass. I just don't, I think when you're in contention, you got to go out and keep on doing it. There'll be time to rest. That's my take. I, I just don't, I wouldn't I sit have, guys. I have no problem with sitting guys. I really don't. But not against the team that's right behind you or yeah. right ahead of you. Why can't you sit them tomorrow? Or sit one guy. You know, so why would you sit all three in a game? That's what I find strange. Now, listen, I haven't looked up what the numbers are against the uh, Darvish. Not, well, we know Hira has, can't have any numbers against him. Or if he does, it be the smallest of small sample sizes. Right? So, I mean, once again, maybe Braun's numbers against Darvish are horrendous. Right, maybe Kane's numbers against them are horrendous, and that's why. I I can see that a little bit more, but I still I don't know if I want to drop all three. You've lost the first two games of the series. You know, it's a big series, and you're not going well. We all know you can't pitch, so you're gonna need to hit. I just I just find it strange. I like to hear the reasoning why all three of these guys. Or you know, it could be it could also be this. You know, and if this is the reasoning, I can sort of buy this too, Cam. If the uh, if the manager goes to me, well, you know what? I'd rather sit all three and one and give up one game yeah. rather than start you know one 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 and lose all three. I kind of get that logic too, especially if I also wonder this, Cam. I don't know if I've talked to you about this before, but I wonder, you know, Cam, you're, you're the manager of the Brewers. I'm the manager of the Cubs. You know, I, I go to you before the game. Hey, Cam, you know, I'm going to sit to Brian today. I'm going to sit Contreras. You want to sit a couple of your guys today? We'll make it even. I always wonder if that happens too. You know, oh, you know what? You're going to sit some guys today? All right, I'll sit my guys too. You know, where they feel, oh, it's even. now it's even again because both yep. teams are sitting guys. Because like I said, the Cubs are sitting. I know Contreras on the I.L., but they're sitting Bryant as well. I always wonder if that sort of crap happens. I think it does. I think there's a wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of silent code I think it there. Does too. The Jays, uh, basically, Guerrero, uh, he grounded out there. They had bases loaded, no outs. Now it's bases loaded, one out. They went home, couldn't make the play at first base. So we have bases loaded, one out there in Baltimore and Toronto. Some other games are scoreless. George, I just see this story coming in too. Uh, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots finalizing a contract extension. Uh, this, according to ESPN, Brady, who turns 42 this Saturday, has one year remaining on his deal. Probably a couple year play uh, forever. Yeah, I know. I'm starting to wonder if this guy's diet, whatever. When is he going to play to like, what, what am I thinking? 46? Like, does, how many years, like realistically, how many years do you think he's got left? I'm thinking two. He's got two good, two, two good years, maybe three, three tops. What do you think? Well, first off, God bless. God bless that he can play this long. I mean that seriously. Yeah, I know. All it's right? crazy. Listen, I know we hate Brady. We hate New England and all that he's stuff. Amazing. But, you know, he's a, he's a great player. We don't like to he see is. stars retire. It's no. sort of sad when they do, and you don't get, you don't get to see him play anymore. So God bless uh, Brady and what he can do. Realistically, he should be done already. One minute. I, I, so I can't give you an answer. Uh, two years, three years, I don't know. I don't think anybody knows right now. He wants to play, which is amazing because all the money he has, and his wife, Giselle, makes a lot more money than he does because he yep. keeps taking uh, a bargain price here. So he doesn't need the money. He's playing purely for the love of the game. That's all he's playing for because he, he don't need the cash. He ain't never going to spend it anyway. So uh, it's a God bless. I I don't know two three more years. I mean until Belichick retires. I don't That's know. That's what I'm thinking. They go out together. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. We'll see what this extension is. Probably two or three years. But yeah, the ageless one. We got to give them a lot of a lot of credit. Update quickly, George. The Indians have scored brutal news for the Jays. Flew into a double play. They could have had a major huge inning. They got nothing. Run Hope harder. Kill their momentum. Run yeah. Run faster. harder. You saw that. You saw that. Run faster, please. And don't tag up. I'll yes. Tag on that play. Thank you. Indians up one nothing live right now over the Angels. Some good news for us. We'll come back and talk more sports and betting after a short break. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Yeah, we're back. Woo! 
Welcome. Weekend Wager, Sunday edition. Sean, this one has kind of a cop feel, too. At the start, anyway. That's the that's the theme. Welcome back to the show. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz, Sean Angle. Sean, I'll talk about NASCAR a little bit later on. We'll get you prepped for the race today. George and I talking live bets right now, baseball. We got uh, Baltimore and Toronto scoreless live line. The Jays down from minus 241.35. Baltimore got out of the problem there. Uh-oh, here, here they come. They're coming for you, Kurtz. When Kurtz is going to Home Depot after the show to make a garden, uh, fix the garden for his wife, watch out. George is on fire. Don't want to miss those games. Indians won nothing over the Angels, and it looks like the Tampa Bay Rays got something cooking after an air. Not great news for us, but at least the Indians scored for first, George. That's good, and uh, we're on Cincinnati. That game going off right now with Sonny Gray. Plus 105 is the next game on the docket at 120. George, I want to talk um, to not just baseball. We'll update these games as we go on, but Let's talk football, and we talk preseason lines. You know, we're not going to be around uh, on Saturday. I'm going to be away. you got things to do to two kids' parties and all that stuff, so I'm going to be out of town way up north. But uh, the games continue, and uh, we could talk if there's anything that you like for the Thursday games. We'll also mention these throughout the week on <clears throat> Game Time Decisions. George is going to be filling in for me on uh, Wednesday through the week and uh, also on InBet Live, what we do every single night with Gabe Barancy at 8 o'clock from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. We'll be talking some games on Thursday night. Will be a very busy night for the guys. Uh, Indianapolis and Buffalo kick things off there. George Bills won 34 and a half there. Uh, what do you think about this game? Uh, Indianapolis, obviously, with luck and everybody else, uh, I think they're going to be resting a lot of guys maybe the bills want to get on the right foot they're not going to say go crazy balls deep in these games but i think also a lot of receivers trying to get a feel with allen at quarterback i think more players on the bills will be starting they're at home seems like a short price i'll be looking at buffalo just to win the game 15 cents on the money line if you don't want to lay the point george yeah i think when it comes to preseason uh I generally don't bet early. I'll d- decide that day when I hear more information yep. from the beat writers. I'll be big on with football. I'm big on it anyway. When you follow the beat writers, find out who they think is going to play, how long they're going to play. We know Andrew Luck's not playing. He's not even practicing this week. Nope. He's uh, actually. It's, it's are you concerned now? It looks like flags. it's getting worse. Are you? I'm. I'm with you. It's not getting better. No, it's not. That's, that's the problem. It's he's been three always months. been a guy. I know. I, I'm going to tell you, like, these Colts bets, like, I did a couple things, but I'm going to put the brakes on the Colts big time. I really worry about Luck. I think he's fragile, too. He's had major injuries in his career. I think I'm putting on, like, the caution signs for fantasy and everything, too. Like, I might not want to be around this guy. I just got a bad feeling uh, one more hit or something happening. It could be, like the end for Andrew Luck for like a long period of time. George, I'm sorry. It's just one of those things. I'm very concerned now with uh, Indianapolis and, and Luck. He's He's been hurt a lot. He's not He's not a quick healer. We've seen that, right? Oh, he's, he's he's he takes a while. This is a calf injury, Cam. And he's had it for three months now. We knew about this in OTAs. And the Indians just scored again, by the way, on a wild pitch. Good stuff. Uh, Perfect. Nothing, uh, Indians. Uh, but I said, he. so he's had this injury for months now. It's a calf, which means it's not a sprain, it, uh, not a strain. It's a, it's a tear. It has to be a tear that, that was misdiagnosed for it to go on this long. So, uh, you know, it's a problem. You know, it's certainly a problem right now. So, yes, to answer your question, I'm concerned. Uh, now, I've, I've only dropped to number five in my quarterback rankings. I originally had him at number three. I would take mm-hmm. uh, Rodgers, Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Matt Ryan above him right now. I, I would come real close on Mayfield and Carson Wentz. You know, I think my thing is right now, I don't know. My next draft, as far as I know, is on August 22nd. I'm sure I'll have another another one or two in there. But as far as I know, is the 22nd. So things might change by, by, by then. If I was drafting tonight... I may have it number five, but odds are I'd be like, you know what? Let him be someone else's problem. I'm, I'm, start, not no I'm starting to think league. the exact same thing, George. I'm very, very concerned. I have caution flags with Andrew Luck. You said a great point. Not a quick healer. Major injuries in the past. And he's not young anymore. We forget he's taken a beating like in the NFL since he's been around. He seems like he's not an old guy, but the hits that he's taking makes him more of a veteran uh, than a younger guy. Next, the Battle of New York, George. Should be a lot of fun. Jets and Giants. That'll be a pr- pretty crazy day at the sports book for everybody there. Uh, Jets, minus one and a half against the Giants total 33 also a seven o'clock start on Thursday uh do you have an opinion on this game I think maybe the Jets want to get off to a, a decent start there I don't know it's, it's a very tough game obviously you're going to wait to the day you said to make the bets but uh you know it's Battle of New York should be a hell of a lot of fun way to open things up it's going to be excitement galore Thursday night buddy by the way I don't know what happened but all of a sudden the runner's back on third base he didn't what, get for home. Cleveland yeah uh, okay 
Uh, I see the White, White Sox tippet? just took a lead on the Phillies, too. We talked about oh, that. Things going real well, yeah. Danger. Danger. I had the over in that game, so I'm, I'm good with That's that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we score some runs. Get the, Let the White Sox get theirs, and we'll get some early. So... Yeah, what do you think there, George? Uh, you, you, Jets, Giants. Uh, any, 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 any vibes in this game? Obviously, the Giants. Uh, they're they're, they're going to be a team. They get, they're very thin at receiver. They're going to have a lot of guys in and out of that lineup. I, I'm I'm very high on what the Jets do this year. Obviously, with their stars, they're not going to play a long time. But uh, at least a lot of fun. I like to see the New York teams battle each other in the preseason. Uh, should be fun. Yeah, the problem is I'm surprised this is week one because you're not going to see many of the, of the players. Yeah. Eli Manning's unlikely to play, or at least very little. Same thing with Sam Donald. You know, Le'Veon Bell, probably not going to play in the preseason anyway. Maybe over, once again, very little. But uh, I'm surprised it's, game, it's week one of the preseason where these guys aren't going to play. This is usually the third preseason uh, week, uh, the third week of the preseason where the guys always play, or at least week two. So I'm surprised this is week one here. And uh, once again, this is, the, oh, this is the problem week one. Another thing you get to look at, if you know what teams, you, you probably know anyway because teams tend to do things the same way year after year after year but if you know how a coach likes it does he play his players week one does he not play in week one once again this is why following the beat writers will be so important here but my guess is you won't see much of Eli I don't what, what no. the hell has he got to prove exactly right? so uh, not much there how much is Golden Tate going to play in preseason seems though he can't play locked over you know until week mm-hmm. five you know so that that could be a curious as well here Barkley I mean they, they'd be nuts to play him and Buckley and Bell, you'd be crazy. They're making they great players. You're not going to play them. So I'll be very cautious with that. If I, I said I think the Jets are the better team, but this is a game of the, of the backups. Who has the better backups? You know, that's really what it comes down to. I'm going to tell you, George, I do found a, find a game that I like. Um, Atlanta versus Denver. Denver won that game late. Miami is a different story. You have a quarterback uh, and Josh Rosen who wants to fight for something. They're saying Fitzpatrick uh, holds the edge. I think both of those guys will play. Miami is a bad team. They're laying three. I think this game is a hell of a lot more important to Miami than Atlanta. I might be betting Miami, especially, as you say, if we get uh, good news from the beat writers in this game. But I think a lot more angles point to the Dolphins beating the Falcons. Would you not agree? Well, listen, every win from Miami is important. Uh, uh, by the way, Brady's going to make $23 million this year on that contract. Really? Huh. Uh, yeah. That's wow. a, he, uh, Adam Schefter's reporting uh, he'll make uh, $23 million this year, uh, two, a two-year contract. They'll pay him $23 million this year. Uh, he'll make him hmm. the sixth-highest-paid quarterback in the league. Uh, once again, it's more than I would have thought because he's always taking a little bargain, but yeah. he's still getting paid less than what he should. So, I agree. Uh, I guess you could look at it one way or the other there. Maybe Brady finally wants to uh, – uh, maybe he wants his W-2s to look better. Whatever. So uh, it is what it is. There. But Brady obviously back with New England there. So, uh, yeah, I think the, every win from Miami is important here. Uh, plus, there's a quarterback competition going on. That's, That's always the thing. important. That's what I say. Uh, Rosen I, and, and Fitzpatrick. Like, this is – and basically what they're coming down to is it's kind of like a pick them with the, with the edge to Fitzpatrick. These guys have a lot to play for. This The preseason becomes important for Miami. That's why I think it's a nice angle in this game. Hell, if you don't want to lay three, a buck fifty-five, sixty on the money line is something that I'm looking at. Yeah, I think uh, Miami uh, would be a team that might have a very good preseason record and a terrible regular season record. Yep. Because a lot of guys are fighting for jobs here. And it's not just the quarterbacks. Fighting for jobs all over the place. Remember, the running backs are fighting for a starting job as well. You know, Balaje and Drake. So, uh, yeah, I kind of like Miami in this game as well here. Atlanta has very little to prove. You know, they know they, their next important games in week one of the regular season, not the preseason. They're not going to care. Next game, uh, another another angle that I like is New England and Detroit. It's interesting. Patricia versus his old team. We know about Belichick's record, uh, George, in the preseason. Doesn't really care as much. Detroit, on the other hand, I think would want to get off to a good start. Lots of rookies that are going to see playing time, getting a point and a half at home. Uh, I'll be looking very closely at Detroit in this game, but I know Detroit did beat them in the regular season last year. I really don't think Belichick cares about that. The ultimate goal is playoffs and Super Bowl for the Patriots. I'm going to lean Lions in this football game. Plus one and a half. I have a feeling this is another situation where it's probably more important than Matt Patricia beating the old uh, the old coach. By the way, it's already three nothing Tampa. Uh, really not good for us here. Yeah. Or make that two nothing Tampa. I'm sorry, uh, misread uh, this. Better than three. Two nothing Tampa runners on. F- yeah, first and second two outs here. Both three to score long. two. Not a good start here. No, no, it's okay, George. Not the a- Indians are winning. It's not. It's it's one to nothing. If we get out of it. 
Anyway, yeah, you're right. You're right. I just, I just way, want to start positively. You know how it goes, buddy. Evan Longoria <laughs> activated by the San Francisco Giants, and no Justin up in the lineup today, if anybody didn't know that. Just a day off for Justin. No injury there. Love. Chris Bryant, by the way, got the sore knee again, so this is not a day off. There's Maybe you want to call it a maintenance day for that knee, but he's dealing with that again, which may cause him more days off in the future here. Chris Bryant, sore knee. That's why he's having a lineup. Longoria back for your San Fran Giants. I like it, George. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm with you, too. I think it's a little bit more um, to, important for the Lions rather rather than the Patriots in this game. I'm just scouring the board, uh, another game that I uh, – another team that I'm looking at, maybe Arizona. They might be in a situation against the Chargers, Chargers veteran team. But an interesting thought about the Chargers, Tyrod Taylor in that system will probably want to, you know, play, play a lot in that game, a guy that has started before. And where's Kyler Murray? How long does he start for Arizona? So a couple interesting angles in one of the later games with the Chargers at Arizona – Arizona, two-point favorites in that game with 35. How's Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury going to play it out? Does he want to get a win as a rookie coach? But he also understands uh, if Murray goes out, uh, that's a big problem. He probably won't play long, whereas Tyrod Taylor has had NFL real experience before making the Chargers at plus two kind of intriguing to me. I think the problem is you you sort of said it there. We have no idea how Arizona's going to play this. Rookie head coach from college, uh, is how is he going to play his starters a lot, a little? You know, we, we don't know. You know, I think that's going to be a big concern for me. I think Murray does play somewhat. Could be a couple of series, a quarter. What about the rest of his regulars? Does he want to win his first game? You know, is, is he going to feel that? Especially as the game goes on here, maybe play players a little longer than he should, or is it scripted? He doesn't care. Is he that confident? Uh, so that, that alone will lead me to stay away from this because I, I, I'm going to want to see him first. I'm not going to know. Uh, I could change my mind once again. Those beat writers are starting to say, hey, you know, Murray's going to play a half. The, the stars are going, you know, this team sucks. They believe they got to have to play longer to get in game action. So they're going to play a quarter and a half, two quarters. Well, then I'll change my mind here. But from what I'm hearing mm, or what I think is going to happen here, I don't know. And when I don't know, I tend to stay away. Yeah, and another game I think will be interesting, Washington at Cleveland. Um, just looking at Washington from the fact that guys and their quarterbacks are going to play Colt McCoy. Looks like the second coming of uh, Doug Williams when he does, uh, when he when he's uh, in in the regular, uh, sorry, preseason. He's had great preseason numbers before, really lighting it up. They also have Haskins. Lots of question marks there. So guys in, the, in that rotational play. And Cleveland, we know them. Lots of stars on their team, but they can't afford to have anybody hurt, Georgia. Interesting game. I think the Washington Redskins might be a play on team in the preseason, but we'll avoid them in the regular season, kind of like what you said about the Dolphins. They're another team. I mean, uh, we, we got the quarterback, con- oh, I don't want to say controversy, but competition yeah. there as well. So what's going to happen? You know, and I, once, I don't know. You know, and you're throwing Schneider as well here. That's another mix yeah. here. Plus, Gruden's fighting for his job. You know, I, I, I'm not in the preseason, he's not fighting for his job, but he's fighting for his job overall. So I think there's once again there's problems here, uh, outside things. And I, I just, you know, when you when you when your owner pretty much says if you don't have a winning, or don't go to playoffs, you're going to lose your job. He's going to move on. That changes things. Changes what you might, we go. might end up doing here. Good news, George. Who's Jay just tied it up. One right. one. I just live bet them uh, out pick them too, minus uh, one ten when they were down one nothing. So that's uh, we're back. We're back here. Hopefully, I uh, get some more runs. <laughs> get the Phillies. I want to get your over there. Uh, how's Tampa Bay? Did we Rays get out of that inning yet, there, George? They or, did. Or, yeah, tell, they okay. got out so, of it at two nothing. Oh, well, maybe we'll uh, get right the Torinos this inning. That would be nice. That Bra- would be nice. Braves have a runner on second. Nobody out though, so that's not going ooh, well either. Ooh, ooh, it's um, you. Early, yeah. early, early. That's good. It will be okay, George. I'm going to try to stay positive before I snap later on. So let's go through the, the live lines in the games right now. White Sox. Interesting. That This is interesting to me, George. This is one that I'm kind of looking at it going, wow, because they have bases loaded. That's why. So the White Sox live, minus 135 bases loaded, but two outs. So this could be a, this game could really open up if they score nine and a half. I know, George, you like the over. So I don't know how many runs you want the White Sox to get. I'm a little bit worried, but uh, maybe one more, two nothing or three. I don't want them to get too far ahead. That's an interesting line. I didn't now, bet on you, the Phillies. I just bet the over. So they can score. Oh, oh so you oh, so you just want runs. OK, I get it. So the Blue Jays one and Baltimore one right now. We have a runner on first notes. Jays live 
minus 180. Baltimore plus 160. Total 11 and a half. We see runs in this ball game. Definitely. Indians are up one to nothing. Uh, live line minus 450 for the Cleveland Indians. Angels plus 330. Only down one. Eight and a half is your total run line. The Indians now minus two and a half. Minus 130. And you get the Angels plus two and a half even. Rays up two nothing. Minus 550 for the Rays against the Marlins. Georgia, do we dip in to, to, to Miami at plus 390? A little greed play there. Hopefully they just kind of fight back. Uh, no, that would be, yeah, no, no, we're, no, we're no, gonna, no, 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 This is a different team. Houston or something like that. We can yes. talk. Yes. You know, a team with an offense. No. no. Uh, we, you know, you and I say it all the time. We probably have a disclaimer on Sunday. Sundays are a weird betting day. They sure are. Sometimes teams aren't showing up. They're looking forward to traveling or they want to go away or they're, or they're going home. You know, and they, or they don't have guys in the lineup. It's a weird day to bet. It's a weird day to play. Oh, you know, my baseball's God, different. George. It's just different. Grand slam. Grand slam for the White Sox. Five nothing White Sox. Grand slam. I like my over. I like the over, too. The Phillies isn't going to go well, but we're on Bry. I did both, so we'll get that over. Now, live line, White Sox. My, hey, man, White Sox at minus 130 looks pretty good, right, George? Ten seconds ago, now they're minus 600, 12 and a half. That's live betting for you. If you had the balls, just go, yeah, you know, why Why not? Boom, grand slam. Bases loaded, two outs. They get a grand slam, and uh, now you got a five-run lead. If you bet the White Sox live at that price, you're pretty damn happy right now, I would think. Wow. And this, a, this is a, you know, I don't want to say it's unforgivable for the Phillies, but you're going to lose two out of three at home to the White Sox. Are you kidding me? I mean, it I, is, I'm not the, it, it is kind of unforgivable. Today. It is unforgivable because the White Sox haven't really been playing that well. It's kind of like when Baltimore went into the Angels and took three out of four and the other game that they lost was an extra inning. You could lose the game, but you got to win series against bad teams. It's part of, you know what I mean? You the do. Yankees, and they don't do they do not do that stuff. No, it, it is bad. The Mets are on fire. The Atlanta Braves are still playing. Like, you look at that division, Washington even. Like, the Philadelphia Phillies, for all the things they do, they're – they're. I, when I look at that pitching staff, they're the problem in that division. I'll, I'll take anybody else but them. Sorry. They're pitching blows. Other than Nola, I, you can't trust anybody. Oh, speaking of the Mets, by the way, Conforto, boom, one nothing Mets. There we go. That's a – see, George? You gave me some good news there. Good news. Hey, uh, Nas, hey, Sean, you want to do NASCAR this segment? Give George a break or you want to do it in the next hour? What do you What do you think? We'll do it this next segment. Next segment, we got NASCAR, Vroom Vroom with Sean, some best bets, picks to click, DFS, and a whole lot more. Coming back with Angle after the break. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Everybody, welcome back. Weekend Wager Sunday edition. I'm Cam Stewart. Sean Engel is going to join us, talk a little NASCAR. First, season-long fantasy football drafts in full swing, and Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package with the best math-based seasonal projections anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts provide dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. So, Sean, we got a little NASCAR. Our Sunday ritual should be a lot of fun today. We got uh, the goal bowling at the Glen. Tell us a little bit about uh, today's uh, track before we get into the betting and DFS. All right, Cam. So what we're looking at today is we're looking at a track that's definitely not a cookie cutter because we're going road course racing today. We got both left turns. We got both right turns. And we got ourselves on some speed. And we got drivers are going to go around a bunch of different corners. It's going to be a bit technical, but not as technical as the other road course that we've already experienced earlier this season at Sonoma. Watkins Glen, though. Bit more speed focus, so uh, should be pretty interesting here. But even though uh, it's a little less technical than Sonoma, a lot of the rules of the land are going to stay the same this week. 
Yeah, Sean, I'm looking at the, the betting board, and uh, as I see about NASCAR, it's kind of like golf, the usual suspects here. Kyle Busch is the favorite right now at plus 225. Martin Truex Jr. is in the two-hole at plus 350. Chase Elliott at plus 450. Denny Hamlin, the fourth choice at 8-1. to one. Clint Boyer at 16-1. to one. Brad Keselowski at 16-1. to one. Kyle Larson, 16-1. Kevin Harvick, 18. William Byron is 18-1. to one. Kurt Busch is 20. Jimmy Johnson, 22, Eric Jones, 25, Joey Logano, 25, Ryan Blaney, 28, Alex Bowman, 40 to 1, and Daniel Suarez is at 50 to 1. The usual guy, Sean, every time I look, it seems to be Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr. These guys are just studs any week, it seems. Oh, yeah, of course. They're the sorts of drivers that excel on every single track type, and it's been showing all throughout the season. In fact, actually, the last road course event at Sonoma, Martin Truex Jr. was the winner, and he's been very strong in a lot of the recent road course events by finishing in the top three in about, about three of the last five here, too, with at least two of those being victories. So he is definitely a very, very, very strong favorite going into this week's race, but Kyle Busch has been right there with him. He's been finishing very good at road course events just in general the last couple of times as well. So, yeah, these guys are studs, and the books know it, but overall, pretty good reason why these two are the favorites here. Yeah, so if we're not going to do that, you know, we also look for top five finishes. Maybe we can get somebody with a little bit of plus instead of minus, but we will go through the top five finishers right now. Kyle Busch, three to one, so minus 300. You have to lay top five, pretty well a lock there, but you got to lay a lot of juice. Same with Martin Truex Jr., minus 250, and Chase Elliott, minus 140. Now we get into the pluses there, uh, Sean. Denny Hamlin, plus 110. Kyle Larson, plus 225. Clint Boyer, plus 225. Brad Kozlowski, plus 225. Kevin Harvick, plus 250. William Byron, plus 250. Kurt Busch, plus 275. Jimmy Johnson, plus uh, 300. 3 to 1. Logano, plus 350. Jones, plus 350. He was good to us last week. Ryan Blaney, plus 400. Bowman, uh, 5 to 1. And Suarez, plus 650. Who are those guys that you look at? Bush, obviously, at minus 300, that he's almost, the books think, a lock to finish top five. The same with Truex, just behind him at minus 250. But out of the rest, uh, who are some good bets, maybe, Sean, uh, to, to also finish top five in this race? If we're going to talk about drivers that are going to likely finish top five, first of all, you do want to think of Chase Elliott and Denny Hamlin. Elliott's starting on the pole here. Again, at road courses in particular, starting closer towards the front is a bit more of an advantage because it's not as easy for drivers to make passes at a track like this. And Denny Hamlin, he's been overall very solid when it comes to more recent road course events. He's also been looking pretty good throughout the practices and starting in the sixth position. Yeah, I definitely think he could easily climb his way into the top five there. Going a bit further down, you got got Clint Boyer starting in the 13th position. He's definitely good for a top 10 finish, I feel, but I think he's going to be just shy of the top five there too. Whereas you got Eric Jones, again, another Toyota driver here. Those Joe Gibbs Racing Toyotas, they're going to be very strong this weekend with the race at Watkins Glen. Kyle Busch and Martin Truex, of course, you know they're the two favorites. They're a part of this organization. But so is Denny Hamlin and Eric Jones. And I think that these guys, they're going to compete for a top five finish as well here too. Going further down, Kyle Larson starting in the fifth position. He's been looking pretty solid throughout the practices, so he should be right up there with these guys too. But if you want to go further and further down, though, down the board, I'm saying, you got drivers like Alex Bowman. Sure, he's starting 17th, but he's been looking absolutely great throughout the practices, and he's going to be one of the few drivers, I'm thinking, that's going to make his way up through the field. And you got William Byron starting in the second position here too. Overall, even though I do think he's going to be out of the top five by the end of it, I still think he's going to end up sticking around into the top ten. And the same thing can be said with Jimmy Johnson starting in the eighth position. He's going to finish right around where he starts. Yeah, I like that. So if you're looking at Bowman, if he does crack the top five, that's a good price. Plus 550 and uh, William Byron, plus 250. But I like that, Sean. Uh, I'm going to probably take, if you're going to take one bet, 
Uh, you only have to lay 40 cents with Chase Elliott, and you like him for a top five. And Denny Hamlin, you're getting 10 cents at plus 110 for a top five finish, too. So I like that. Race matchups. We like to do these, too. We like to go through the matchups. Today we have six NASCAR matchups on the bending board today. We'll start things off with Chase Elliott, minus 155, versus Denny Hamlin, plus 125. you got to like Chase Elliott, lay, laying a little bit of juice, though, Sean. But, hey, if he wins, he wins. Right, buddy? While that may be so, overall, I think Denny Hamlin is going to finish a bit better in, in comparison to the two. Ooh, sure, a dog. Sure there we go, that, Sean. Um, I like where uh, you're going with this. Plus 125. Yeah. Nice. Except nice. it's overall just because I think Elliott, yeah, sure, he's going to lead a few laps, and he's going to have a pretty solid finish. After all, he won this event last year, but I don't think it's going to be the same exact story. He's going to do good, but I think Hamlin's just going to do just a little bit better than Elliott here. Nice. I like getting those plus monies, too, because most of the NASCAR uh, picks are basically almost pickums. But we have another one here. Uh, Joey Logano, plus 110 versus Brad Keselowski, minus 140. Tough one, Sean. Tough matchup indeed, but overall, I am going to lean towards Keselowski just a little bit more. Even though Logano has been a bit better throughout the practices, again, starting a little closer to the front with Keselowski in 10th, Logano has to climb always all the way back up there from the 21st position. And considering that this track, yeah, it's not easy to make passes, it would be a while before these two would even get towards the same point. So overall, I'm thinking Keselowski is just going to sneak by into the top 10 with Logano just behind him. Here we go, Sean. This is uh, the tricky part. This uh, this is what they do. Kevin Harvick versus Clint Boyer. Straight pick them. Minus 115, minus 115. Take your pick. While you may say that this matchup is tricky, I think it's a very, very simple and easy choice here, and that is Clint Boyer. Just because the fact of the matter is, is that when it comes to road courses, that's not Kevin Harvick's forte. It's more Clint Boyer's forte, too. Boyer starting a bit further ahead than Harvick, 13th versus 15th, and overall, Boyer's been a little bit better throughout the practices, too. This is an easy choice here, Cam. Go with Boyer here. Wow. That's asked. That's interesting, Sean, because the books say a pick him, but you're saying you would have laid juice with Boyer. You think he has an advantage over him. Interesting. These guys don't give money away, but you see uh, Boyer's as the choice. Very interesting. Very clear 15 choice 15 cents here. either way. I'm going to bet it then. If you're feeling confident, Sean, I'm going to ride your wave. Small play on Boyer. Sean says, hey, it's not a pick him. He likes Boyer over Harvick. Next, next matchup, we got Kyle Busch, minus 140, versus Martin Truex Jr., plus 110. You lean Bush there, Sean? Overall, I think it is going to be Truex, but I do think that these two are going to fight it out for the win. These guys are going to finish 1-2 here. Truex over Kyle Busch. It's going to be very close, and these guys start right next to each other with Busch in third and Truex in fourth. But overall, though, as we've seen in that Sonoma race, those two guys were the top two guys there too, and Truex ended up taking the race as well. Truex overall, I think he just has the better setup for a better long-run car, and it even though Bush is going to be right there with him again, I think Truex is going to win this one out today, Cam. I like it there, Sean. There you go. So Truex, a dog again. Sean is, uh, yeah, pick him, and uh, we're getting 10 cents with Martin Truex in a very tight matchup. Next one, we got uh, Ryan Blaney, plus 100, and Kurt Busch, minus 130. Small favorite over Blaney there, Sean. Another uh, interesting matchup here, too, especially because Kurt Busch, he's starting in the seventh position. Blaney, even though he's starting 19th, they made an earlier uh, adjustment that they had to make in order to uh, salvage the car. So Blaney's actually going to be starting from the rear when the pace laps begin. Overall... Even though Kurt Busch is starting much closer towards the front, I do not think he's going to stay in the top 10 there. I think Kurt Busch is ultimately going to finish a little bit better than Blaney, but Blaney, though, I'm expecting him to climb up and at least challenge for a top 10 maybe too. Yeah, tough one. And the final matchup, we got William Byron, uh, minus 105, and Kyle Larson, the small favorite at minus 125. I think you're high on Byron, aren't you, Sean? 
I like both of these drivers for this race, but if I had to go with one, overall, I think Byron is going to drop out of the top five, and Larson, he is going to compete for a top five finish. He's been a little bit better throughout the practice session so far, and Byron, yeah, even though I think he's going to remain in the top ten, I think Larson is going to just stay ahead of him. I'm thinking it's going to be a one-position difference right here, Cam. Yep, tight, tight races. Winning manufacturer again. Toyota, always the favorite. Toyota, minus 120, though. You don't have to lay a lot of juice. Ford's in the two-hole at plus 250, and Chevy also 250. So Toyota, minus 120. Ford, plus 250. Chevy, plus 250. Sounds like you're a Toyota man usually, Sean. Toyota. Oh, yeah. For this week's race, I'm definitely going to go with Toyota here. There's just no question about when the two favorites of the race are also in Toyotas, too. Truex and Kyle Busch, both Toyota drivers, both looking very strong throughout the practice sessions, and both of these drivers having strong road course records in recent years. Yeah, Toyota is the clear choice here, Cam. Yeah, well, I think that yeah, it's only 20 cents, too, so uh, you can lay it down there. That seems like a pretty good price when it's only minus 2. It's not like it's 2 to 1, and you're pretty confident with Toyota. Okay, Sean, so DFS uh, picks, obviously building a lineup around Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, uh, maybe uh, Chase Elliott, uh, those type of guys. How do you uh, play the DFS uh, game here? A couple picks to click, a middle-tier guy, and uh, some savings down at the bottom of the race. How are you doing it? How many lineups are you playing, and how are you going to play this one uh, with the DFS? FS and then we'll get a couple picks in the race one guy that you really like and maybe a, a medium pooch for everybody to play so what do you think Sean well overall here Cam what I'm thinking when it comes to DFS lineups is first of all it's pretty interesting to note how there's a bit of some price differences between the DK boards here and the, the FD boards here too you know DraftKings and FanDuel overall the way that they price these drivers is a bit different with some of them like for example Byron's price on DraftKings at 7200 it's a pretty nice price for him but over on the FanDuel he's at the Flat 9,000 here, so overall, I don't like him as much for FanDuel here. Well, okay, correction. Byron is 9,200 on FanDuel. But overall, when it comes to building lineups, what you definitely want to focus around is you want to have some fav top favorites here between Kyle Busch and Martin Truex, but then you want to have a second guy that's close to the, that top tier, but not quite it. And the three options I like for that are Elliott, Boyer, and Hamlin. I leaned particularly a little more so towards Hamlin and Elliott because I'm thinking they're having some better finishes in comparison to Boyer, but I think Boyer is still a pretty strong option here too. Now, when you go a bit further down, you start to get towards more of these mid-tier guys. Eric Jones is another play that I like starting 14th. I think he's going to climb right into the top 10 here. You got Jimmy Johnson here. At starting in the eighth position, he's going to finish right where he stands. He has a pretty nice price on FanDuel for this week here, too. And then we also got Kyle Larson. Again, another good guy that's for the DraftKings board here. And then further down, you start to get drivers like Chris Boucher, who's kind of a bit of an underrated road racer here, too. So overall for DFS, he's looking pretty nice. And Alex Bowman starting in the 17th position, you can sure bet he is going to climb up. Love him for DraftKings. DraftKings lineups this weekend. Pretty solid option for FanDuel as well. Then we got Byron, as mentioned earlier, who is going to have a solid finish today. But then when you get towards the bargains here, there's two choices that I really, really like for today's race gear cam, and that is Michael McDowell and Matt Benedetto. McDowell being a very experienced road racer, starting in the 11th position, he's overall had some decent results in practices. I'm expecting him to have a pretty solid finish, at least in the top 15 today, too. And the same can be said for Matt Benedetto, who you remember, Cam, back at Sonoma, he actually scored a top yep. five finish. So overall, I'm expecting some matching with performance. him again, too. Okay, Shad, so uh, before we hit the break there, picks to click, uh, your your top pick, maybe a guy uh, also a little bit more value. Give us a where uh, the top two picks in the race that you really like to win and where people can find your uh, work and, and NASCAR uh, previews and picks and DFS uh, selections. All right, so overall, 
my the favorites of mine are going to be Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr. Sure, they're the obvious picks, but they're going to compete for the win. And if you're looking for bargains, you got to think of McDowell and Benedetto. There's nobody else better in that regard. And in the meantime, if you want to check out any of my other work, you can go over to RoboBowler.com. I do a weekly video series there, and I also have rankings each and every week that you can go and view. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate it, buddy. Good luck with the NASCAR picks, everybody. There's Sean Angle. Vroom, vroom. George Kurtz is back. We'll go through the live baseball board and the rest of this betting world today. It is Weekend Wager Sunday edition, third hour, coming up next.